for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Wednesday, March 9th. Good morning, Paul. How are you today? Very well. Uh, still on a bit of a sugar rush from all the price action in the metals yesterday. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a whipsaw yesterday. Uh, we'll see how things play out today. Let's get to the metals commentary. Gold was up another $47 per ounce or 2.3% yesterday, closing at $2,043. Though at one point, the yellow metal spiked up to as high as $2,077. Silver once again now performed gold, shooting up $1.18 per ounce, or 4.6%. The move in the metals was slowed considerably by off-comex derivative transactions, privately negotiated transactions, and exchange for physicals, as well as heavy offerings at both the AM and PM London price fixings. The Mining Stock Journal said that the movement in the precious metals continues to hinge on the Russian-Ukraine news flow. The mining stocks were highly volatile in both directions on Tuesday, but managed to close higher with the GDX up 0.55%. One concern is the 72% bullish reading on the Hulbert Gold Newsletter Sentiment Index. A reading this high generally is followed eventually by a nasty pullback. The mining stock newsletter offered that the geopolitical events are covering up the continued deterioration of US economic activity as well as accelerating price inflation. Both of these factors were issues before Russia invaded Ukraine, which is why the Mining Stock Journal believes the precious metal sector ultimately will continue higher after the Ukraine debacle subsides. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper Company. Arizona Sonoran is a lower-risk copper developer with a significant exploration potential on private land just south of Phoenix in an infrastructure-rich area of Arizona. The Cactus Project PEA illustrates an 18-year mine life, generating $1 billion post-tax free cash flow. It is a scalable, low-capital intensity project with strong leverage to the copper price. The company is led by an executive management team and board, which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America, complemented by global capital markets expertise. You can read more about the company at ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Gato Silver said its credit facility with BMO was amended to address potential loan covenant deficiencies with the credit limit reduced to $50 million to $30 million following the company's downward reserves adjustment reported in January. It was $13 million currently drawn under the revolver. Reporting its 2021 full year, the company produced 7.6 million ounces of silver in 2021 within its guidance. The Los Gatos operation is on target to achieve 2,600 tons per day during the first semester and is to increase plant throughput to 2,700 tons per day in the second semester. The company is guiding production of 8.5 to 9 million ounces this year, as well as zinc, lead, and gold. Gato Silver trades on the NYSE and the TSX under GATO. Mako Mining reported additional results from its expansion drilling at its San Albino gold mine in Nicaragua. 
testing the northerly extension of the West Pit at San Albino, which indicates the potential for pit expansion along strike and down dip. Highlights included 2 meters grading 43.73 grams per tonne gold and 24.5 grams per tonne silver. MAKO also approved a 17.2 million US dollar exploration program to be funded from cash flow with 110,000 meters of drilling planned with nine rigs as it works towards completing a maiden resource estimate at the Las Conchitas deposit and targeting making at least two new regional discoveries. MAKO mining trades on the TSXV under MKO and on the OTCQX under MAKOF. Kingfisher Metals announced assay prospecting results from the Langara Zone, part of the Cloud Drifter trend within the Gold Range project. Prospecting of the Western Langara Zone identified several new mineralized veins, with rock chips grading up to 60.4 grams per ton gold, which doubles 2020 ant historical grades from the zone. An additional undocumented historical adit was also located with dump samples grading up to 9.5 grams per ton gold. Hand trenching also extended gold mineralization 150 meters to the east with the discovery of a 60 meter trend of veins and breccias grading up to 38.6 grams per ton gold in rock chips and 8.4 grams per ton gold over one meter in backpack drilling. The Langara zone will be drill tested in May to June of this year. Kingfisher trades on the TSX Venture with KFR and on the OTCQB with KGFMF. In British Columbia, Skeena Resources announced final drilling results from the 2021 Regional and Near Mine Exploration Programs at its Eskay Creek Gold Project in the Golden Triangle, including a new in-pit discovery which expands the 21A zone with a highlight of 34 meters grading 8.78 grams per tonne gold and 13 grams per tonne silver in hole 997. This hole was 60 meters west of Skeena's current 21A zone pit constrained resources and 30 meters below surface. Skeena said this discovery remains open for expansion 120 meters to the north and already occurs within the limits of the contemplated open pit from its 2021 pre-feasibility study. Due to a lack of drilling, this new discovery was considered waste rock in the currently proposed PFS reserve pit area. Skeena Resources trades on the TSX and NICE under SKE. Right, sticking with British Columbia's Golden Triangle, Enduro Metals reported a large chargeable geophysical anomaly has been identified using induced polarization or IP geophysics at Burgundy Ridge within the Newmont Lake project. Where intersected the chargeable anomaly correlates with copper and gold mineralization intersected at Burgundy Ridge to date. The company says results of the survey provide further strong evidence of a large copper-gold porphyry system underlying current drilling at Burgundy. The reconnaissance survey line that detected the anomaly is located approximately 350 meters north-northeast of multiple significant assay results from diamond drilling of last year, such as hole 01 which intersected 331 meters of 0.71 copper equivalent starting at surface. Enduro Metals trades on the TSX Venture with ENDR and on the OTCQB with ENDMF. In Nevada now, IAT Gold said it completed initial gold sales from residual heap leach operations at its Lone Tree and Ruby Hill projects. 
the Lone Tree property is strategically located on Interstate 80, the primary highway through northern Nevada, and proximal to the Northern Nevada Railway, midway between I-80's Granite Creek and McCoy Cove projects. Lone Tree provides I-80 with a competitive advantage in Nevada, hosting important processing infrastructure to grow the company's business, including an autoclave, CIL mill and a heap leach facility complete with assay lab and gold refinery. The company trades on the TSX under IAU and on the OTCQX under IAUCF. Staying in Nevada, Timberland Resources reported results from four more drill holes from the second phase of 2021 drilling at its Eureka project. A new core hole located 120 meters south of the original water well zone, or WWZ, which is Discovery Holes, was returned the best grade thickness yet reported from a zone, a span of 41.1 meters, averaging 5 grams per ton gold. These results constitute most of the balance of outstanding drilling from the WWZ, which lies immediately east of the Lookout Mountain Gold Resource. Timberline Resources trade on the TSX Venture with TBR and on the OTCQB with TLRS. Well, that's a wrap for the morning briefing today. We do have a number of corporate updates and market analysis to share with you today and into tomorrow. So looking forward to sharing with that. Paul, good to connect with you once again this morning. Have yourself a great day, my friend. You too, Trevor. Many thanks. That concludes the morning briefing. Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Till later today, I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.